0: everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host Taryn, and today I'm joined by Dan and Joe. Hello. What up booze? How are you? Hello. We?
1: Hello, my trouble chief. Or oh, is there a new trouble chief in town?
0: Oh no, I am still head of the table. I will sit at the bar, I will sit at the booth, I will sit at the head of the table, even with my sore throats. What about the high chief, though? Who's got the high chief position? Um, uh, well, I'll probably have to take that as well. Now, Brad, Brad, Brad can have it. Brad! God, only God knows. Poor little Brad, poor little Brad. Old friend of the show, Brad. But how are we both? How was your trip away? Yeah, good. We uh, went to Yorkshire, stayed well away from Lancashire. I don't know who would want to go there, but
2: uh, we went to Yorkshire. It was nice. Went and had loads of tea and fish and chips
0: and very British stuff. But yeah, lovely. Rejuvenated. Ready to go. Lovely. Yes. Of course you missed last week's episode. It's it's a bit it's a bit weird at the moment the way that we've done episodes the last two or three weeks because we recorded one around the rumble, didn't we, for um on a Saturday morning, which is uncharted territory for us. And then last week it was a bit of a late one with me and Jamie recording on um a Friday afternoon with you two not here. And then we got the episode straight out and we just concentrated of course on the fallout from the WrestleMania forty conference press conference. And then this week we're doing things I think is it the first time we've done this? I think it might be. On a Monday. But, well no I we've yeah. done
2: one Monday before but it was like two, three years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean we're recording at time of recording it's seven forty five PM on a Monday. So this is our elimination chamber perth we have to get the perth in there this is our elimination chamber perth preview and prediction show we normally record as you will know on a thursday or a friday um but just because of time constraints availability that type of thing and the fact that jamie isn't even here this week so we just go straight how stuck we were this week um we're recording on a monday before raw um so of course we can't discuss the fact that, you know, Seth Rollins dropped the title to Damien Priest on Raw after he cashed in and all this kind of stuff. Of course he's not going to. But, uh, you know, you just know something may just going to happen now, the fact that we haven't recorded beforehand. But as far as our episode goes and as far as our preview predictions for Elimination Chamber... It shouldn't make too much of a difference. I think there's just the women's chamber, the one spot that we're not going to know of from who wins the uh, last chance battle royal, which we can throw our two cents within anyway. Um, but yeah, a bit a bit different to be recorded so late on a, on a Monday. But it gets the episode all out for you all in plenty of time before Saturday. It does anyway, so you can all have a listen. But what did you two do then as far as when you were away last week for the old grappling show did you have chance at all to watch anything or did you all have to catch up on the weekend no we watched um, managed to watch
2: press conference through youtube took my uh, playstation five with me so managed to catch up we we obviously read the results as it came out um nxt is on the network the day after so we managed to watch that on the wednesday which is pretty decent but no with um we had to leave early on the saturday morning so we had two smackdowns and a roar to watch and we managed to watch Eight hours worth of wrestling in. I think Joe timed it two and a half hours.
0: Oh, the the old skip button, the old fast well, forward.
2: Imperium versus the New Day and Jey Uso's and the, you know, all of those sort of matches. I, I, to be honest, I watched
0: a bit of Raw Talk and Talk and Smack, so I kind of knew what had happened anyway. So I knew. I could And the types of matches match we've seen before, um, you could argue quite predictable. Not that it's not entertaining, but quite predictable.
2: Very very true. But yeah, we managed to keep keep a track of it. We knew what was going on. I couldn't wait to get home and watch the uh, the the Rock promo where he told somebody in the crowd that they were overweight and that they had an STD. He's going to slap it off their. He's um, slap their lips.
0: the herpes off their lips. Yeah. What what did you what, Joe? What did you think of the promo then? Because I've seen I've seen mixed reviews online in regards to some people like the promo, some people didn't. Some the people that didn't were like, oh, he's trying too hard to be the Rock from you know naive corporate rock or rocky my v and that type of thing i mean he, he had the shirt on i don't know if you recognize but he had you yeah. know the shirt on that he wore from the late 90s i personally i'll get your view now joe and then dance but i loved it i i was in, in you know the rock i was sports entertained and that's what we're all here for and i, I to be honest i i don't get the criticism but i'll be interested on in your thoughts
1: yeah um i i think it's going back to like corporate rock when he's like telling everyone to like know their role and like go to down to Jabroni Drive but there's also bits of Hollywood rock when he came back when he was doing uh you know the memory returns and stuff and he was a all then so like there's elements of that and obviously he's got the big Versace shirts on and like the sunglasses on and calling everyone and it's not like city inbreds and I was like it's like old school like 2000s rock I, I posted um I mean my social media is like going back it's going back to like when you were in high school and rock's a bad guy and you you're going home to watch wrestling again. It's it's becoming messy television again. So fair play to the rock and everything he's doing and the story they're telling with the bloodline. Everyone kind of guessed the way it was going and and what we saw on SmackDown. I don't think anyone could have called the rock joining the bloodline. I don't think that was on the cards. Like, if I said to you a year ago, the rock's gonna the bloodline, you'd probably call me insane. So, I like the way it's going at the minute.
0: And, Dan, uh, one of the criticisms that I saw online in regards to the rock was not, I mean, there were some, as I said, that weren't happy with this promo, which again, I, I don't understand. But, from a storyline perspective, uh, perspective, should I say, I'll get my words out, put my teeth in. From a storyline perspective, um, and moving things along, some of the criticism, and I, I can probably see this, but we've still got a few weeks to go until May, we've not had the Chamber yet, but some people weren't happy that it didn't really move along. Now, I don't know necessarily what they were expecting, maybe they were expecting, you know, this rumoured tag match to somehow be announced or teased or, or something to happen, maybe Cody and Seth to come out, even though they weren't advertised, but, you know, the, the Rock effects they just came out, talk some trash and basically confirm that yes I am part of the bloodline and it's me and Roman heading this up is that not good enough can you see why people were a bit miffed about it or are people expecting too much with still a lot of time to go
2: yeah I think no matter what you're going to do and we've seen it week by week by week people are always going to be annoyed no matter what angle that they go I think we've been saying it every single week and it's still the same let it play out you know it's it's really fun. It's getting loads of uh, people tuned into the product. Casual viewers are tuning in now. Um, you know, making you think, well, what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber with the Grayson Waller effect? What's going to happen on Raw? What's going to happen on SmackDown? We're going to have to watch to find out, you know, is something going to happen with Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa? You know, could The Rock turn up at any moment? It's it's interesting to see where it's going, but there's people going, oh, yeah, well, he was pointing at Roman when he said you're going to lose, and he didn't do the point to the sky properly, and, oh, when Bron Breaker came out and... Uh, his arm was held up by Nick Aldis. He also did a, a finger salute, like he was part of the bloodline. I've seen loads of stupid twists and turns. I think, let it play out. We ultimately know which direction it's probably going in, but I'm on the ride. I'm not going along for the ride. I'm, I'm happy being a fan. As Charles, Charles Guerrero said, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan uh, and, yeah. and um, put, take the trash off your, your doorstep and put it in somebody else's garden.
0: No, it certainly is. Um Because obviously you were both away last week um, and me and Jamie broke down the conference. Just your thoughts then on how you guys see it going into Mania. So, um, you know, one of the points of discussion that me and Jamie had was the fact of, you know, they are teasing, I mean, are they teasing a tag match or are people just thinking it because there's two and two? But either way, whether they're teasing it or not, people are expecting whether it be Mania, whether it be beforehand, whether it be after some form of tag match between Roman and Rock and Cody and Seth. Now, Jamie, I think, did agree in part with me. I don't think he was necessarily fully against the idea like I was, whereas I was quite Again, I was certainly against the idea of it happening at Mania or before Mania because, you know, I said that you're ultimately you've got a world champion on each team. One team has to lose. Um, you could be having that tag match, you know, before both of them defend the titles at Mania. So one champion's already going in weak to his defense because he's already lost. But ultimately, at the same time, um, you've got the added mix in there of Seth who is still legitimately injured to an extent and this is another reason why I don't think they're going to do the tag match because you're going to risk him going into this tag match and being protected to an extent like you are in a tag match very much like I think The Rock would be as well because you know he's going to have years of ring rust and limitations but there is still that risk of getting injured and oh Christ one of our world champions is injured And in four hours' time or tomorrow, he's got to defend the world title in a singles match against whoever won the Chamber. So, you know, there's that risk. And and that's one of the reasons I don't think they're going to do it. Or, you know, they kicked off the Chamber. uh, Sorry, they kicked off Mania Night 1, let's say, with the World Heavyweight title. Seth gets injured in his title defence. Well, hang on. How's he going to tag with Cody tomorrow in arguably the biggest tag team match in the last 20 years? So too many risks for me. That's why I don't think it'll happen. And I'm not sure I want it to happen until maybe after Mania now, if at all it is going to happen. But what are your thoughts? I'll start with you, Dan.
2: Yeah, I think very similar with what you're thinking about injuries. They're not like, you know, AW, don't want to slag them off too much. But the one thing that they do all the time is they injure their stars. They wrestle them too much. Schedules are too hard. They go too hard to try and make big moments. And it it hinders something that they've been promoting. I mean, you know, CM Punk getting injured. They didn't want, but they couldn't foresee it. You know, it's a couple minutes down the line, the last thing they want to do is have them in a big tag match. Everybody tears their MCLs and ACLs, and all of a sudden they've got no main events. I think if you keep it as it is, you've got Cody versus uh, Roman. Have those two. You can have um, Seth in one corner. You can have The Rock in another corner, and ultimately somebody's going to be the difference maker. You know, we could build up like they did with uh, Cena Rog. Um, there was rock turned on john cena and then all of a sudden came out cut a promo we'll do the match next year at wrestlemania 41 it's locked in no matter what they could do exactly the same and Bill it then we already know what the match is going to be for 41 um we all know that that match is going to happen It's big box office but in terms of a tag match nah i can't see that happening you know things like rollins versus the rock we can do it maybe summer or something but um i think no, nah, keep it as keep it simple keep the normal tag and then you've got people in each corner And that way you can have a bit of re then.
0: What would you go with then, Joe? Are you going for a tag and two singles matches? Are you quite happy just with The Rock in Roman's Corner and maybe getting, you know, there's no reason why you can't get physical. I think I said on Friday's episode, you know what they love doing the day or the weekend of Mania. They love suddenly announcing that the world title match is no disqualification, which I've got no doubts they're going to do this year to, you know, at least let The Rock get physical. So what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a tag match. I think based off Seth's promo and he said he, he said to Cody on Monday Night Raw, I will be your shield, which is also very telling. So I'm thinking similar to that, there's gonna be Rock in Roman's corner and Seth in Cody's corner. And obviously with every Roman match, there's gonna be interference. I don't and I could just see the WWE doing this again, that there will be interference again at WrestleMania. But I don't necessarily think it might be The Rock interfering. I could see it being Seth Rollins interfering or Cody and turning the It could be that. Um, it depends how much... In my mind, it depends how long-term they want to book The Rock because obviously Rock is a TKO board member but he's also one of the biggest Hollywood movie stars. How involved is The Rock going to be? Is he just going to be... Okay, WrestleMania up until WrestleMania, i mean. Roman's corner, then he turns on Roman, and that's it. And like, actually, he's he was in Cody's corner all along. That's one theory I've heard. Or is it the long term storytelling, long term booking, as Dan said, where you go to all the way to WrestleMania 41, where you almost turn Roman face, all the bloodline turn on Roman, and The Rock is basically the new tribe, well, the new high chief, as Dan said and the new Tribal TV is like somebody like Solo Sokoa, and they play it out all the way to WrestleMania 41, and that's the match then. It's like, how long do you book it, and how long does Rock want to stay? We don't know that question. Well, we know how long he's staying. He's a TK board member. No, I mean on on TV as a storyline, as part of the storyline, and obviously we don't know his schedule in terms of... Well, I think he's... He's a new like with the Undertaker, you know.
2: If if in doubt, break glass, use the Undertaker. They can stop the Undertaker, uh, the rocking whenever they want. You know, he takes up that Undertaker role. Um, he can come in as much or as little as he like. But it's very similar like how they use John Cena. If you're using him all the time, he gets a bit stale. But now you bring John Cena back, and all of a sudden they're selling out houses, loads of merchandise. I mean, that the Rock's new T-shirt where it says the People's Champ. If it wasn't thirty-five quid on Euro Shop, I'd be getting it. Um, it looks absolutely lush. But, yeah, I can see it just being one-on-one, I think. Keep it simple. We've got loads of other great matches coming up um, in other divisions. So, wait and see. See how it goes.
0: Right. Well, we will see how it goes because we are on the road to WrestleMania.
1: But where's the next stop, Joe? It's Perth, Austria.
0: It, it certainly is the Elimination Chamber, where unless... Tonight on Raw, they're going to announce another match. We've got four matches announced for the event. Mm. So, of course, we do have the Greater Waller effect as well, which I assume is going to, um, you know, take up a good 20 minutes to half an hour if there's only four matches. So, you know, maybe there is going to be that. You know, if we're talking chamber matches are going to be at least 20 20 minutes to half an hour each depending as well um and then a couple of other matches i suppose it makes sense there's always time for them to throw something else in there as well but yeah as always we we have our predictions we have our previews to do now jamie has sent me his as well so we will have a look at those um as, as we go along so we'll do it in no particular order um, and I think first before we do any of the matches we'll have a quick chat about what we think might happen on the Grayson Waller effect so his two guests are Cody Rhodes and the World Heavyweight champion Seth Franklin Rollins freaking Rollins himself um nobody else there's no there's been no tease or no threats from the rock and Reigns and the bloodline to you know make an appearance but you know what 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 do we think if anything is going to come out of this is this just going to be to keep the fans happy that you know two of the big stars have turned up to show their face in the event or will there actually be some form of storyline progression and you know and there's always progression this is still progressing the story because they'll say something they'll act on something but you know will there be an appearance by the bloodline will cody make some sort of challenge to Roman at WrestleMania for a certain match time will Seth say, No, I am getting involved in this and that type of thing. So no. How do we see it going? I mean, me personally, I I think I'm, I'm quietly confident neither the Rock nor Roman will be there. I I'm I'm almost certain yeah. of that. Um but it wouldn't surprise me if we got a run in from you know Uso and uh, Solo Seco just for keep the crowd happy by getting Cody and, and you know Seth to to beat beat them down you know keep keep everybody happy. But I'll start yeah. with you, Joe. Any anything you anything you want to see from that segment or anything you expect?
1: Um, I think Griezmann. Obviously, he's a bit of a shit stealer, he so he'll probably go. You will he'll, he'll see. Oh, you know, is Seth and Cody here? I definitely think they're going to bring up the line of what Seth said of I'll be your shield. I'm like, well didn't you only one who turned on the shield and only one who like hit the back with a steel chair. Like if you're Cody Shield, does that mean you're gonna turn on him like he did with the Shield brothers? That's something you could do. Um I've got a feeling same as you Taryn, that they're gonna say some kind of like stiff for the match like I want it to be no disqualification or I want you in my corner at wrestling. If Rock's in my corner Robert's corner, I want you in my corner, something along those lines. But I think definitely um, Grace and Waller will try and stir it up. I like what you said as well, Taryn, like they could always just have like Solo and Jey Uso. so, sorry, Jimmy Uso so run in and have a quick tag match for like 10 minutes. That could be something fun. But yeah, I can't see it being that massive.
0: Any thoughts, Dan?
2: Yeah, I think Jimmy is probably out of the question because of his visa issues. Um, In terms of Solo, what's the point in just flying just Solo over? He doesn't really speak, so I can't see any bloodline interference. We know Reigns and The Rock aren't scheduled to be there as well. I think, like you said, with Grayson Waller, he's a wind-up merchant. He knows how to get people riled up. Cody Rhodes is cleared to wrestle. Uh, Seth Rollins isn't, so maybe we have Cody and Grayson Waller, they have an impromptu match because he makes fun of his dad or something, um, winds him up. I think it's it's just a great way of them promoting the WrestleMania and forging their bond a little bit more. It would be a good segment. It potentially could lead into a match. You know, we could, we have an Austin Theory who's on the outside. You know, I know he's still um, technically recovering from that concussion that he had with Carmelo Hayes the other day. Um, but who knows where that will go. Um, I do feel it could go into an impromptu match. But ultimately, it'd be a good puffer segment, probably middle of the show in between chambers just to try and sort of break things up.
0: I think it's good cool for Grayson Waller as well, the fact he gets, you know, to be in his home country. And, you know, still get, you know, boo the shit out of, but, you know, that's 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 the fun of it. Um, he'll no doubt come out and say something, how amazing it is to be in Australia, but it's so unfortunate that he's in Perth with all these blah, blah, blahs and all that, you know, getting that cheap heat, but making the crowd laugh, getting the crowd to boo, um it's good for, it's good for him i I don't know whether or not I think they are going to just slightly going off topic from grace of Waller i I don't know if this is wishful thinking whether or not there's going to be an appearance or whether they're going to introduce them at the beginning as like the special like i don't know guest hosts of elimination chamber. i just got a feeling they might bring the iconics back for one night just. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I wh- so explain for me, because I can't, but I don't know. I just it wouldn't surprise me if the iconics is it came back them
2: pregnant together.
0: again though. Oh, I don't know. well maybe not then. Well, I think the, Peter
2: Royce is pregnant with a second kid, so I don't think that'll happen. It'd be nice. Uh, yeah, we'd love the iconics,
0: but I think there's so many
2: Australian stars that they have.
0: If that, she if she's pregnant then I mean they're not gonna bring Ron back and not the other, are they? You've got so Duke Hudson,
2: you've got Indy Hartwell um, Bronson, Reed, three Australian talents who've currently got an active roster that they could easily do something with that they're not currently doing something with, and Grayson Waller as well, I think do something with them. It'd be nice if they had such an iconic moment, but yeah, with uh, Cassie being pregnant, I don't think it's going to be, uh, be an option something.
0: Yeah, she's pregnant. It says here Billie Kay's pregnant as well, or has she already had oh. the baby? When was this? June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January? No, she'll be she if she hasn't already had the baby, she'll be like a month off, so yeah, <laughs> ignore everything that I've just said because she ain't turning it <laughs> up um about to drop, so no, I wouldn't recommend traveling um I mean we could have our first ever baby born at a premium live event. they'd have to call the baby e c deliver it could be e c four but named after elimination Chamber instead of ethan Car wow. <laughs> right, let me get through this sore throat, and let's have a look at our first match. As I said, in no particular order, and we will go for the women's world championship My number, oh. one con- <laughs> number one, number ca- no, no, the number one contenders oh. match. Oh. um, the elimination chamber match. Of course, we have Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair this is Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton, who, of course, won on um, SmackDown, uh, versus Naomi, versus the winner of tonight's Last Chance Battle Royale winner. So no points for um, who's going to win the Battle Royale, but, you know, who do we think it's going to be, who's the last woman in the match, and then ultimately who have we got facing the women's world champion at Mania, Joe?
1: I think it's probably going to be Becky Lynch to win, and uh, I'll try to think who is the last woman. I, I don't know if
0: they... Have they announced any of the participants, or is it just going to be...
1: It's the people who lost,
0: lost their qualifying matches. So
1: Shayna Beazler, India,
0: sorry, Shayna
2: Beazler, Zelina Vega, Zoe Stark, um, Alba Fire, and... I can't remember the last one. But I know Chelsea Green's been petitioning to be in the match. So is Candice LeRae and and uh, Indy Hartwell. M- M- they've been Mitchin. back in the segment. M- M- Mitchin, yeah, that's the one. Mitchin, yeah. Mitchin. I think out of those ones, um, Shayna Bezos has the best pedigree in Elimination Chamber. Um, ultimately, I think whoever gets his last spot, we don't really care. They're not really going to win it. Yeah. I think, Am I right in thinking that all four of us are all picking Becky Lynch?
0: Well, let let me have a look and see what Jamie um went with. So Jamie has gone with Rebecca Lynch. He certainly has. You know, I, I I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking it has been quite predictable and obvious. that it appears to be Becky versus Rhea, and I don't think anybody's necessarily getting seeing Becky versus Rhea at a mania, to be honest. Um, I don't I, in the nicest, kindest way possible. I don't want it to be Bianca Belair. I don't need to see Bianca Belair in another women's world True. title match for uh, a while. Liv Morgan. That's yes. the only other one potentially it could be. Yeah, it won't be Tiffany Stratton, as good as she is. And do you know what? I, I, As you guys know, I don't really follow NXT much these days, so I didn't really follow her last 12 months in NXT. But can, can you believe it? On Saturday morning, I watched the entire Two hour smackdown without skipping any matches or watch them all, and I saw her qualifying match um and I thought, yes, yes yeah, no, 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 no. She's yes i thought yes yes, yes. let's literally, she um she's decent she's got a great look she's attractive she um you know, it is very decent in the ring, and you can t- well. She had a couple of backstage segments anyway, which she did well. So you know she can cut promo well as, well as well. So if, if, she, if, wins too Saturday, early, if yeah. she wins, if she
2: wins, Stone, she's going to have a tiffy Bration.
0: Um <laughs> It's too early though. It's it's too early for for Tiffany Stone. Um, Na- Naomi is interesting because are they going to give her the win because she's just come back and it's a. Thanks for coming back and not doing a Sasha Banks and going to the dark side.
1: She
0: hasn't got the dark side yet. No, she's doing that, isn't she? Um, as far Right. I think we're all going with Becky Lynch, it's the safe yeah. bet. And I, I honestly don't see them doing anything, anything
2: different. The only way it could be any different is if uh, Raquel Rodriguez returns in this battle royal. Because I can see a Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley at Mania. That would be cool. A Liv Morgan at Rhea Ripley would be amazing as well. But we've already seen it. We've seen both of these matches. A match that we haven't seen is Rebecca Lynch versus Rhea Ripley. And I think that's what they're building to. So, yeah, I would be surprised if any one of us predicted against it.
0: I'm going Becky Lynch. I think as far as which of the five... It's a bit of a funny battle royal, isn't it? Five women. (laughs) There'll be more in there. There'll be more. Do you reckon? Yeah, they've got they've got to have about like 20
2: or 30 in there. Maybe even some from NXT might come up.
0: Ah, right, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I am reading it now. There will be more. Um, however, know, we, had, I we think... had Javier Bernal
2: on SmackDown. Big Baddy Harvey, he wrestled the authors of Paint.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, in a match that lasted longer than it takes me to walk from one sofa to the other. I've never heard of Bo um, Morris, and I watch the product every week. Uh, I watch Level Up as well. If if there was a new series of breaking ground, I'm sure he'd be appearing in the background of that. Um, oh, I, no I think. I think one of the winners will come from the five that failed, um, but I think you can probably quite safely say it won't be Mitchin or Alba Fire. They do like Selena Vega, just as the representation side of things. But, but like she's been American having beef with um,
2: what's her face, Electra Lopez, isn't she? She's been having beef yeah. there. So. That and they could
0: eliminate each other, maybe. Shayna Baszler is a safe spot for a powerhouse woman. But then Zoe Stark as well. You know, she's very similar as far as, you know, big girl, as far as muscly, that type of thing. Good presence in, in the chamber. Hasn't been in a chamber before either, whereas I'm sure Baszler's been in at least one, if not two.
3: Well, she
2: um, was the, she holds a record from eliminating every single other person. Well, in there one, you go. Well, continuous... Uh, Chima, I don't know if that's a question in your quiz. But... Uh,
0: it isn't, no, but it's a fact. <laughs> um, so ah, sh- I think they might go with Zoe Stark just to mix it up slightly.
3: Oh,
0: and why uh, not? And why not? I'm but picking as,
2: Indy Hartwell's my pick.
0: Have you got Joe, then as your last chance.
1: Uh, I gotta go with Indy Hartwell as
0: well. Oh. Impressive we will see. As I say, no points for this, it's just a bit of fun. Jamie has it. Uh, in fact, Jamie chose um, Alba Fire, he did, yeah, he said she's definitely going to win <laughs> he did. Uh, but we're all going with Rebecca, we're all going with Becky Lynch to take the win Um, yeah. as we move on to the Women's World Championship match
3: my hole,
0: my hole yeah. Nia Jax versus the champion Rhea Ripley now Joe Will it be potentially Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley? Or will it be potentially Becky Lynch versus Nia Jax for the Women's World Championship at WrestleMania 40?
1: i got to quote Mr. Jake Crawford here. Don't be so stupid. Of course, it's going to be Rhea Ripley. Like, fair play to Nia Jax. Like, ever since she's come back, she has quite... Got, she, has quite like a, she
0: hasn't lost uh, a singles match since she returned.
1: Yes, yeah, so she has. She has been quite dominant, but also Rhea Ripley is the most dominant women's champion there has been in a while. Um, I think it will be a close match. I don't think it'll def. I don't think it'll be a squash match by any means. I think it will be a hard fought match. But obviously, it's in Australia, Rhea Ripley's home country. And she's the most dominant women's champion of the last, I don't know, how many years. I, I can't see her losing. I really can't. I mean, so a rare play, I mean, you can't you
0: can't go on ticket sales anymore, Dan, because Mania starts selling from, you know, months in advance before there's even a rumour of the first match. So, you know, it's not going to sell tickets. But, you know, if you use the analogy... Who's what's going to put the butts on the seats? Who's going to buy the tickets? You know, Rhea Ripley defending her title against Becky Lynch, for example, or Nia Jax. The safe bet, most surely, is Rhea Ripley.
2: Yeah, I mean, Rhea Ripley is my pick. I actually think there's a chance they could put this on as the main event. You know, she's from Australia; she's going to get the biggest spot. Um They're going to have Becky Lynch coming out and just told you know, going, yeah, I'm going to challenge you. Um, I feel it may be main event. But yeah, 100% Rhea Ripley is picking up the win on this one. It'd be, if they make her lose in her own country, come on, that's a bit of a... The fans will go absolutely nuts. She's supposed to be a killer heel, like, and it would turn, turn it. So, no, I'm going to uh, go with Rhea Ripley all the way.
0: Yes, uh, and it will come to no surprise that myself and Jamie have also gone with the same. It could be very, very similar. It's very, very similar. Um, Right. The tag team match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. We have the challengers, New Catch Republic, as given their new name on Friday Night Smackdown. Terrible. Terrible. Versus Pete Dun- uh, Sorry, uh, the team of Pete Dunne and Tyler May, that is. Versus the team of Finn Balor and Damian Priest, the Judgment Day. Right. Do we try and mix some things up here to try and be tactical and get some points? Do we go with the safe bet? It's difficult, and I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's wrong to say, um, it's not the right time to take the titles off Judgment Day because let's not forget they did lose them to the D, Cody and whoever I can't remember who it was now. To yeah, for about an hour, and then and then drop the titles back again to them. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it necessarily hurts them to drop the titles. Um, you know, further dissension in the ranks, Could our truth get involved and cost them the match? That type of thing. I'm gonna say we will just out of nowhere here. We're gonna get new tag team champions we're going to get it because R-Truth does interfere, even if he comes down to try and help um, and, you know, just does something in order to you know, mess things up. Um, they might then, after dropping the titles, beat R-Truth down and the Miz makes a save and I could see the Judgment Day versus the Awesome Truth reuniting at, at Mania just to fill up a spot on Mania, get the Miz on the card, that type of thing. So, For the purpose of more to do with building up to that match at Mania, they'll drop the titles to New Catch Republic. What a name to New Catch Republic. (laughs) Go on, who have you got, Dan?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking a title change as well. I think I can see Jamie listening to this right now and going, don't
0: be so... Well, I'll tell you what Jamie said. He said, oh, he's gone quite clearly with the judgment day.
2: (laughs) I thought you might. Yeah, he's definitely going to be disagreeing. But yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I think this is going to be a surprise. Pete Dunne's got his name back. Tyler Banks just being called up. I really think they need to split these titles up. And I think this is a great opportunity to do it. New Patch Republic win the belts. And then Nick Aldis says, sorry, you've got to keep these ones for SmackDown. The Raw ones are going back. But it was part of the deal. I would, that's what I want them to do. But yeah, I think putting on new champions... I think otherwise, what, what else are they going to do at the end of the match? Pete Dunne's going to turn on Tyler Bates, and then he's going to turn heel and have no steam whatsoever. That's the only other thing I can see happening. But no, I think let's go with new champions. I'm feeling zesty. I think we're going to get new champs.
0: New champs, Joe, or are the Judgment Day going in with the goal towards WrestleMania?
1: I think the Judgment Day need to lose the tag titles because Damien Priest needs to cash Apple the bank title in. Um yeah they've had the titles for ages now and I don't know. I don't I don't know what the judgment day is. as you said like it's WrestleMania season like what the judgment day And obviously we know what we doing but what uh Tip doing what's David David Priest has still got that many of the brief, bank briefcase like what's what's he doing with that? I think if they lose the tag team titles then obviously that many of the bank has got more jeopardy now because you know it's kind of been sat on the shelf like Damon Priest be like, well I've got the tag titles I've i this is like kind of like a backup. Now now if he loses those titles he's gonna have more focus on well I need another title in my life because I've just lost the tag team titles. It's more jeopardy then for either you know you know Roman or Cody or either Seth or whoever he faces, whoever wins the Elimination Chamber, like it's more jeopardy for the winner of those matches if he loses them because he's like, well, I've lost these tag titles, I've got a finisher to lose, so I'm gonna cash it. I'm gonna cash this in now.
0: you have to a New Catch. Yes. Okay. It is interesting, and do you know what I? Like a lot of people, I wasn't too hot on the Judgment Day when they first started. I thought, oh, what are they doing with Edge straight away? You know, he's just joined and created the group and within a week or two, they're throwing him out. They don't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. But it's definitely evolved into something that's just, you know, just as interesting. Well, I say just as interesting. Arguably, the Bloodline storyline is more interesting now because of The Rock. But, you know, it got almost on par with the Bloodline storyline as far as a group. Um, To the point now where I'm almost feeling like I'm slightly worried that we are getting towards the end of the Judgment Day as a faction, maybe on or around Mania. I don't know if we're quite yet there yet with the Bloodline because even if Roman does drop the title to Cody at Mania, you've still got the Rock there. They could still do this tag match. They could do it. And at least then the Bloodline maybe stays together whilst the Rock and Roman feud, you know, leading up to Mania next year or SummerSlam, however they want to do it. You know, which part who in the Bloodline is on whose side, that type of thing. Whereas with the Judgment Day, I do get a feeling they're just going to split and go their separate ways. Um, so, I, you know, I, I don't want them to lose the titles if it means that, you know, they are going to, you know, split. But I almost feel it's a little bit inevitable at the minute. So, yeah, I'll go with New Catch setting up an awesome truth match at Mania. Right. The World Heavyweight Championship of the world number one contenders. Elimination Chamber, we have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton versus Bob the Lash versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. There we go. Versus Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. Joe, we'll kick things off with yourself. There's some strong contenders in there. For the first time in a while, I feel... A, a very decent, like no one's necessarily weak, out, you know, I'd even use, you know, Logan Paul for the star power side of things is in there. It's it's one of the more star-studied chamber matches for a long time where you think there's a what you know, there's a chance to face the World Heavyweight Champion here at, at Mania, and they're not just throwing people in the chamber for the sake of it. You know, the people in there, maybe with the exception of Logan Paul from a, you know, storyline perspective, but you know they deserve to be in there fighting for a chance at the world title. It makes it believable. It's quite star studied. So I mm-hmm. think there is a clear favourite in my eyes. But who have mm-hmm. you got, Joe?
1: I think Drew's probably gonna win because I'm just trying to think of like the storylines and the people who were within the match. I think Bobby Lashley he's busy with Karen Cross, so he ain't within it. Um, LA Knight, even though I love LA Knight I don't think he's ready he's stopped, he's not at that level yet, obviously he had the match with Roman but I think LA Knight and is going to have and I think LA Knight and Logan Paul are just going to have their thing in the elimination Chamber. And I think that's going to be the rumour is this going to be LA Knight versus Logan Paul for the US title at Mania so I think that's when it's going to kick off Kevin Owens, I don't really know what he's going to be doing in there. I think he'll have a good show in, but I don't think Kevin Owens is going to win it. But I still, but again, what's his main story? I don't know. Maybe he might be in the match with The title, I don't know. And um, what I feel sorry for is Randy Orton. Like he's got like no storylines at all, and he's got like no feuds with anyone. So I don't know. Well, Randy Orton's going to be in there, so he's always good contender. As you said, like everyone in this match is a contender and could possibly win it, with maybe the exception of local Paul. And even then, he's still really good. So, uh, my official prediction is Drew McIntyre, but if any of them won, I wouldn't be surprised. But my official one is Drew McIntyre.
0: Good shout. Um, I, I have a feeling they might throw Kevin Owens into the LA Knight Logan Paul mix and make that a triple threat yeah, match probably. at, at just to get Owens yeah. on the card. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be against that. I'd, I'd like to see just LA Knight versus Logan Paul, but nothing against Kevin Owens. Maybe even make it a fatal four-way and chuck somebody else in there, Sammy Zane or something, I don't know. Um, Dan, we've got one for Drew. I will also let you know that Jamie has also gone with... Um, you know, Grapplecast favourites, Drew, so he's also gone, but who have you got? Yeah, i
2: got Drew Crappentire as well. I think it just makes sense. Everybody else is intertwined in stories. Um, you know, you've got Logan Paul, the knight, maybe a bit of Kevin Owens mixed in there as well. With Bobby Lashley's intertwined with the final testament. We could see a carrying cross interference in the middle of the match. I think Randy Orton, you know, he's had the all-time well, he draws now, level uh, on all-time appearances in a Elimination Chamber, Um, you know, he's just in there. He's very similar, like with the Survivor Series. He's one of the Marathon Man's. He's just really good at what he does. But ultimately, I think it's going to be Drew showing at Mania. It's looking like it's going to be a triple threat. Um, They're going to try and get Sami Zayn in there somehow. Um, But ultimately, yeah, I think it's it's Drew's moment. Drew's picking up the big dub.
0: The one for Drew. You know how big of an advocate I have been for Drew McIntyre over the last few weeks. I want to see Drew in the main event or one of the main events for one of the world titles at Mania in front of a crowd where, you know, fingers crossed, he he, he picks up the title and gets the win. I, um,
1: I've got a, i I've got a massive feeling that Sethi walking out the champion, like even like now, like seven weeks out, like obviously he's so He's battered now when he's like obviously not wrestling the elimination team. But... It,
0: you make a very good point. Even if he is more or less, you know, 90% of the way there, it's almost worth just getting the title off him and saying go on for a couple more months and just, you know, come back 100% and just rest because what is the point of then just saying, oh, yeah, he's still the champ and therefore he's still got to be around because you, you, you just, you're you just risking it. Um, that being said about Drew, I really, really, really want him to win the match and the probability is that he will. However... Joe brought up a very good point about a certain somebody who said, well, I don't really know what he's going to be doing at Mania. I'll tell you what he's going to be doing at Mania, Joe. Randy Orton is going to be facing Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. I've been saying, Drew, 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 Drew. I want it to be true, Drew. And when I'm wrong, I will be really, really happy. But I just think he's come back. He needs a big marquee match at Mania just so. And I don't know who else he's going to be facing at at Mania. Stick him in the World Tower match. Make him World Heavyweight Champion again for the last time in his career. I've got a feeling it's going to happen. Randall Keith Orton, the winner of the Elimination Chamber. There we go. And I'm locking it in.
1: Right. I I want Drew to win. I
0: want Drew to win. But I just think, what is Orton going to be doing at Mania? I can't see anything at the minute. You can throw somebody like Drew into another match, but to just throw um, maybe
2: Randy Orton wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle
0: on SmackDown the night
3: before,
0: (laughs) and then comes (laughs) out waving, holding the trophy in his hand like Bobby Lashley did last year. Um, Right. Well, they're all locked in. Let's see what happens. Right, time for a quiz. Ooh. No no, Jamie this week, so it's his brother versus brother, bloodline brother. versus bloodline, the rock versus Roman Reigns. Take your pick on who wants to be who. Um, now, it's Elimination Chamber, of course, so it's got to be an Elimination Chamber style of quiz. However, I'm conscious that... We do an Elimination Chamber quiz every year around this time. So I've definitely mixed it up with questions that we've not had before. Um, And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with a couple of them and a couple of challenging ones as well. So we will go with this. Question one. The Elimination Chamber Premium Live Event has a different name in
3: Germany. What is the pay-per-view called? No Googling. (laughs) Question two. This year's Elimination Chamber event
0: marks how many years of Elimination Chamber pay-per-view? So not how many Chamber matches have there been. What number pay-per-view under the Elimination Chamber name branding is this? Question three. This year, just in case you weren't aware, Joe the Elimination Chamber, is in Perth.
3: But what is the name of the stadium the event is being held at? Interesting. Question four. Elimination Chamber Perth is the first
0: WWE event to be held in Australia since which event? I would like name and year. And then I'll be kind if you don't
3: exactly get the year if it's close. But if you both get the same, I might try and see who, if anyone's closest for the year. Question five. How many Elimination Chamber pay-per-views have been held outside of the United States, including this upcoming Perth event? Cool. Question six. Elimination Chamber
0: 2020 was the final pay-per-view in WWE to have what until mid-2001? Would you like me to repeat that question? Yes, please. Elimination Chamber 2020 was the final WWE pay-per-view to have what until mid-2001? Do you mean mid-2021? I meant yes, yes. I've got a sore throat. It's messing up my mind. Yes. So, Elimination Chamber 2020 had a final thing for a year and a half almost, or was it? Cool. Question seven, in storyline
3: perspective, because I'm sure it's just storyline. I'm sure he didn't really. But who invented the Elimination Chamber? 11 miles of solid steel. (laughs) Question
0: eight, Dan. How many miles of chain were in the original elimination structure? So the original big round bugger. How many miles of chain alleged? Because it probably isn't true,
3: but it might very well be. Of course it's true. I mean, you're never going to lie to us. Question nine. The second ever elimination
0: chamber match happened at SummerSlam two thousand
3: and three. Or it might be two thousand and two, five four. Either way, it happened at SummerSlam. How long did it last? Well, you're gonna ask me who won it. How long did it last? I will give you a clue for this one. It is the shortest elimination chamber, Bell to Bell. And question 10 for six points. Oh.
0: The Elimination Chamber match has taken place at six pay per views.
3: Name the six pay per views. Or premium live events. There you go. What a quiz.
0: <laughs> right. Would you like any of the questions repeating? Oh. Right, we'll go with question one then, and we will start with Joe. Joe, I asked you, what's the Elimination Chamber event called in Germany? Escape the Cage. Escape the Cage, Dan? Yeah, I had Escape the Cage. You were close. It's called No Escape.
3: Oh. For uh, anyone
0: who's not, or any of our listeners out there, it's not called Elimination Chamber in Germany, the event, because apparently it's a little bit too close to Auschwitz and the... uh, Yes, the gas chambers and that type of thing. So uh, they don't like the name Elimination Chamber. So it's called No Escape, which arguably doesn't necessarily sound that much better. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, question two. Uh, this year's event marks how many years of the Elimination Chamber pay per view, Dan? 12. 12, Joe? I put exactly the same 12. It was 14. This is the oh. 14th. What stadium, Joe, is this year's chamber event being held at in Perth, Australia?
1: I put the Perth Aussie Cricket Ground. <laughs> the
0: Perth Aussie Cricket Ground. Dan?
1: A
2: kangaroo, Wallaby and Snackerjack Stadium, In a, Field.
0: It'd be a big cricket ground, wouldn't it, <laughs> considering it's an open-air stadium. It's called the Optus Stadium, O-P-T-U-S. There you go. Question four. Uh, Elimination Chamber in Perth is the first WWE event to be held in Australia since which event? Dan, can you give me the name and we'll take a year? Uh, Monday Night Raw, 2004. Joe?
1: I believe there was a Super Showdown and I think it was 2015. It was in Melbourne. Oh, you can
0: have the point, Joe. It was Super Showdown, but it was 2018.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: But you can have the point. I forgot about Super Showdown. Joe, how many Elimination Chamber pay per views have been held outside of the United States, including this
1: upcoming one? Two. I'm sure there was in, one in Canada.
0: So, Canada and Perth and Australia, Australia. Yeah, Dan? Yeah, two. Three, because there was one in Saudi Arabia. It is three. Oh, God. You've got this one in Australia. Last year's was Canada. Year before was Saudi. I forgot I was Saudi. Dan. Elimination Chamber 2020 was the final pay-per-view to have what until mid-2001? Marks in the audience. Marks in the audience? Joe.
1: I put crowds. Oh,
0: I, I I feel I have to give Joe the point for it. It was crowds in general. It was the last pay-per-view for a year a point? and Mark's a half. Marks in the Mark, audience. Oh, uh, I'll give you both uh, the point fans. then, yeah. Due to, due to the COVID people pandemic. People
2: wearing green t-shirts, people yes. with the Trinidad and Tobago flag in the front row who were there every single week those <laughs> people.
0: We moved to the um, the Capitol Wrestling, whatever it was called, and then the Thunderdome after that, didn't we? So less said about that, the better. Uh, Dan, who, who in... Oh, sorry, Joe. Who invented the Elimination Chamber? Allegedly? Eric Bischoff. Dan. Eric Bischoff. Yeah, Bischoff himself, Bischoffy. Um, Dan, how many miles of chain were in the original structure? 12.
1: 12 miles, Joe. I put 10 miles.
0: It's two. Calm down, lads. <laughs> two <laughs> miles of chain. Um, uh, right, uh, Joe, the second ever Elimination Chamber match was the shortest chamber match on record uh, at SummerSlam we've established 2002 or 2003, can't remember. But how long did it last?
1: 25 minutes.
0: Dan? <laughs> I put 26 minutes. Joe gets the point. It was 19 minutes 12. Oh, wow. Most have gone 25 plus minutes, but this was less than 20. Well, it's five minutes usually per entry, does not it? Yeah. Wasn't this the one that had Goldberg in you know, it? I think Triple H That's retained, didn't he? But Goldberg went on a spree of spearing everybody through the the bulletproof plexiglass. Um. <laughs> Right, I'll start with uh, I'll start with Dan. Give me the six pay-per-views that the Elimination Chamber matches featured at.
2: Elimination Chamber, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, December to Dismember, No Way Out, Crown Jewel.
3: Joe. I
1: put, uh Crown Jewel, Survivor Series, Elimination Chamber, December to Dismember, SummerSlam, New Year's Revolution.
0: You can have a point if you said Elimination Chamber, No Way Out, December to Dismember,
3: Survivor Series, Summer Slam, and New Year's Revolution. There you are. What have we got as far as the scores? I got nine. I also have nine. Oh, of course you have, of course you have. Right, are you ready?
0: Yep. Closest to it. It's at the Optus Stadium. What's
3: its capacity? Oh, Jesus. What's its capacity then? So I will take... Um, I'll give you another minute, well, another few seconds.
0: I know. Um, I, will get, I will do it, obviously... Um.
3: Closest, but what what have we got then, Dan? Forty-eight thousand
1: five hundred. Joe, I got way higher than ninety thousand.
0: Oh. I think Dan just about tips it. It's got three different capacities. It's got seventy thousand for a concert, which it isn't. It's got 65,000 rectangular. So it's got about an average of 61,266. So we'll go with the 61,266. So I think Joe, uh, Dan just about tips it there. So oop, well oop. done, Dan. Have a point. I will take that. Thank you. Right. Um, Dan, you're on two. I'm on one. Jamie's on one. Joe's still to get off the mark. Joe, is it you next week? I want to say. It's me is, me, it then, is it Dan? Oh, it's Dan next week. No, it's nice. Dan next week. He's confirmed. Don't you worry, Joe. You've got another week off. Right. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials?
2: Yeah, I'll get the name of it right because Jamie called it Twitter last week, and it's actually <laughs> X. You can find us on X. You can find us on Instagram, on the Twitter, and threads. We are Grapple Cash Show, but you can find us wherever you get your podcasts as well on your Deezers, your Spotify's, your Apple Musics when it wants to show up on there. Again, we're Grapple Cash Show. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an
0: episode. Fantastic. Well, enjoy Elimination Chamber and enjoy it to everybody around the world because I know it, it works out brilliant for us in the UK. No more one or two o'clock in the morning starts. We get a nice, nine a.m. Like, na- I think it's nine a.m. for the pre-show, ten a.m. start time, bell time. i be getting um, a
2: breakfast wrap from McDonald's and I'm going over that.
0: to I'm going over to Jamie's house to watch it. So as soon as it finishes, we can jump in the car, go straight over to the football, the soccer. Oh. So it works out quite nicely for us. Um... But, yeah, so it's a, a t- taste of taste of your own medicine to all our lovely American viewers who have to get up in the middle of the night, no matter which region you're in. um, But I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it, as you say, with a nice coffee and a nice, well, we'll see what Jamie cooks. Nothing, I bet. Nothing. We'll see. Right. Do enjoy. And we will see you all next week for our rundown and fallout of Elimination Chamber of Perth. So, Joe, you've got the honours this week.
1: Without. Further ado, I bid you good night, farewell, chin up, tits out, and watch out for the shoe.
0: Sarah, guys.